turn in your Bibles to Hebrews chapter 10, that's uh, page 1208 in the church Bibles, Hebrews chapter 10, and we're going to read verses 11 to 14, um, but I'm going to particularly focus on verse 13, so it's Hebrews chapter 10, starting at verse 11. Day after day, every priest stands and performs his religious duties. Again and again, he offers the same sacrifices, which can never take away sins. But when this priest had offered for all time one sacrifice for sins, he sat down at the right hand of God. Since that time, he waits for his enemies to be made his footstool, because by one sacrifice, he has made perfect forever those who are being made holy. At this moment, at 6.37 on Sunday the 1st of September 2013, Jesus is waiting for his enemies to be made his footstool. That's what we just read in verse 13. Jesus died on a cross for our sins, was raised back to life three days later, ascended to heaven where he sat at the Father's right hand, and ever since that time, he waits for his enemies to be made his footstool. That is what Jesus is doing right at this very moment it's a, it's a strange expression isn't it waiting for his enemies to be made his footstool I thought this was just some kind of imagery thing but when I was preparing for this talk tonight I came across a story about the king of Persia who when he defeated an emperor in battle actually used that emperor as a footstool to get onto his horse this was something that actually happened I sometimes think I was born in the wrong century this is a picture of total domination and humiliation. When someone uh, makes you their footstool, it is absolutely clear that they have conquered you. And that is what Jesus is waiting for. We don't know when that day will come. Neither does Jesus. Matthew chapter 24 tells us that only God the Father knows the day and the hour. And so Jesus waits. But how does this truth help us to pray? That's the question we ask of all our passages on these church at prayer nights. How does the fact that Jesus is waiting for his enemies to be made his footstool help us to pray? When I think of the other church at prayer nights where we've looked at what Jesus is doing now, I was helped greatly to learn that Jesus is ruling and he is interceding and he is giving and Jesus is sympathizing and he is equipping. But what about him waiting for his enemies to be made his footstool? How does that help us in all the circumstances represented in this room and in all the circumstances that we see in the world? How does this help us to pray by knowing this truth about Jesus? Well, that's the question I want to answer, at least in part, in these next few minutes. I have two points, and the first one is this. This verse helps us to pray with peace in the present. Now, I know that we don't always do this. We often pray in a state of worry or fear or panic, or perhaps we don't pray at all. Because many of our circumstances surprise us, or they shock us, or they make us angry. For many of us, we expect things, perhaps, to go much better in this life, to go smoother and be stress-free. But the Bible doesn't ever tell us this. Yes, on the one hand, Christ has already conquered all his enemies by what he has done on the cross. But on the other hand, we read in Romans 8, that at this time, creation is waiting for the sons of God to be revealed. And in the book of Hebrews in chapter 11, we read about these great heroes of the faith who are aliens and strangers on this earth, longing for a better country. 
a heavenly one. We're still in the waiting period before Christ makes his enemies his footstool. Yes, in a very real sense, the devil and death have already been defeated. And yet we know they're also present with us, causing us harm. And the people that the author of Hebrews was writing to also knew this. They were living as Christians, but they were facing a hard time, getting persecuted for what they were doing and for what they believed, and wondering whether this faith was really worth sticking with. And even today, many Christians are tempted to throw it all in because of the struggles of this life. But knowing that Jesus is waiting for his enemies to be made his footstool helps us to pray with peace in this life because we know that we're still in the waiting period. We know that we're still living in a period where death and disease and disaster and the devil are at work. It shouldn't surprise us. So we look at what's happening in Syria and what's happening in Egypt and we're deeply grieved by it, especially the things that are happening to our brothers and sisters in Christ. But it doesn't blow our categories. We don't throw in the towel. We don't throw our hands up in despair and say, how can this be? We know the effects of the devil and death are still very real. And we look at what's happening in our own lives. We grieve at the effects of sin and the pain of death and the sickness and the trouble that we face as Christians. But we know that we're still living in an age that is subject to Christ's enemies. So we don't get caught off guard by them. We don't pack in our faith. When the grief subsides and the tears are dried, we can pray with perfect peace because we know that these things are part and parcel of the time that we live in. The day when Jesus will make them his footstool has not yet come. We're still waiting. When we do fear, uh, feel fearful, stressed, or we cannot pray, it should bring us some comfort to know that this, norm, this is normal experience in this imperfect world. We need to lift our eyes to Christ, to the Prince of Peace, who has redeemed us and yet is waiting for this great day to come so we can pray in the present with peace my second point is this this verse helps us to pray with confident expectation for the future because Jesus Christ's enemies will one day be his footstool because this is guaranteed we believers can pray with confident expectation God has ordained that day to happen to ordain something is to say that it is to be it means to determine that something will happen and it will actually happen. Now I know some of you are probably going to the fireworks after this service and you're going to the fireworks with a confident expectation. You confidently expect that the fireworks will go off and I hope that they do. Uh, but they might not. The weather might turn even more windy than it is already. Uh, the organizers might forget their matches. Um, that's because we can only plan, we can't ordain. Only God can ordain. And one of the things that he has ordained is that his enemies will be made his footstool. And while Jesus waits for that great day, and while we wait for that great day, we can pray to God with confident expectation of it happening. What a day it will be. What victory will Jesus have when his enemies are brought under his feet and we will enjoy it with him? Would you notice with me that it, it, what an undisputed victory it will be? It won't be like one of those boxing matches where the referee takes the risks of the fighters and we wait nervously to find out who's going to win on a points decision. No, there will be a clear winner on that day, the Lord Jesus Christ. He will have undisputed victory over his enemies. Was there ever a greater sign of victory than making your enemy your footstool? The devil is doing murderous things right now. Sin causes havoc in our lives and across the world. Death and disaster seem to have the upper hand. But one day, they will be subject to utter humiliation 
when Jesus makes his enemies his footstool. Sin and death will be destroyed forever. Hallelujah. Now, if you are here tonight and this is all new to you, uh, if you don't know Jesus as your Savior and Lord, well, this period of waiting is time for you to respond to him. There will be a time when the waiting is over and Jesus makes his enemies his footstool, as I've said. And if you're not trusted in Jesus Christ, then you, my friend, you're his enemy at the moment. And so the call to you tonight is to respond in faith and repentance while there is still time. But brothers and sisters in Christ, as we come tonight, let us come with prayers of confident expectation in the name of our great high priest, the Lord Jesus Christ. We may lose many battles in this life, but Jesus has already won the war. And we can come tonight with prayers of confident expectation because victory is secure. Because Jesus Christ's enemies will one day be made his footstool, because this is guaranteed, we believers can pray with peace in the present and with confident expectation for the future. Let's do that tonight. Let's pray.